Welcome to the Wake and Rake Podcast, featuring World Series champion Will Middlebrooks and MLB journalist Danny Vietti. Now, here's Danny and Will. Party people, we're dealing with a lot of shit right now across Major League Baseball. So that, in essence, means me and Brooksy here. Got to jump on a pod and, and talk about it all and break it down for you. Starting, of course, with Max Scherzer last night. Brooksy, what the f- is going on, man? What is going on with baseball? I also want to state that I'm playing hurt tonight. All right. I am sicker than dog good. right now. You don't sound good. I, I got the word. I get sick once a year. I don't know if you can hear my kids screaming in the background. But uh, I have the worst cold right now. <clears throat> but I'm playing hurt. You know, if I'm hacking up a lung or dropping nasal spray or blowing my nose in the middle of this, just hang with me, all right? Real shit happens, all right? But anyways, yeah, Max Scherzer. What the f*** is Girardi doing? That is a strategical chess move. That's all that was to get under. He saw how pissed off Scherzer got when he had to get checked after the first or second inning. I don't remember when it was. But uh, they checked him, and he was clearly irritated. So, I mean, Girardi knows. All right, I'm like, maybe I can get him tossed right here. That's Bush. It, was a, it, was, it is Bush, but there's no rule against it. So, he's like, if I look like an idiot, what if I, if I look like an asshole, who cares? If I get him tossed, it's a two, they're up three to one at the time with a guy on base. Like, this would be a really good opportunity to get him tossed. And, I mean, it wouldn't have taken much more. Max was pissed. Uh not at the umpires, <clears throat> but at Girardi. And then for Girardi to come to the top step and like challenge him, that wasn't because he actually wanted to fight. He knew if Scherzer came onto the field, he would get tossed. Girardi, you're not going to fight him. Girardi's a little cock strong, though. Like he'll throw down. He's still strong, but um, that was simply a play just to try to get Max out of the game, which is complete shit. And there's got to be some type of penalty or play against that. Um, if you, my, my, what I wanted to do, my opinion is treat it like a challenge. So if you say, Hey, blue, uh, Mr. Joe West, I would like you to go check Max Scherzer. I think he has sticky substance in his glove or hat or whatever. Cause he kept going to his hat. Like every other fucking baseball player fixes his hat. Right. And they're like, Oh, he's got sticky stuff. No. Um, and he, and go out there and he doesn't have anything. There goes your challenge. You now you lost the ability because you get one challenge in regular season, two in the postseason mm-hmm. uh, per game. <clears throat> Excuse me, um, but you lose that challenge. Something, something. So you can't just make a play like this and risk it. Can I give you a big time ego boost right now? So you shared out that proposal right around when the Max Scherzer shit was going down. And then not two hours later, after Clayton Kershaw just finished up taking an L against the Padres, he came out and reiterated that same idea. He said that. just follows me. Yeah, so you and Kershaw are just boys now or what? I mean, two Texas kids, you know, no big deal. Yeah, yeah. Well, here's my issue with it. I don't think it's a bad idea, but unfortunately what it leads to is we're creating a rule from another rule. And, like, where does it stop? It doesn't. This is man fraud's world, dude. Like, but, like, and, well, they can't. So <clears throat> they actually can't do that because the replay system is under the old CBA or the CBA we're in right now. 
Mm-hmm. So you can't actually break into that and change it without going into CBA negotiations, which won't happen until after this season. So you can't tamper with the replay stuff because that would make you miss out on your replay, the rules and all that. So um, the reason that they could make this change in the middle of the season is because this rule was already in place uh, in, in the last CBA. With the sticky substance, it was considered illegal. They just didn't enforce it. So now they're just enforcing a rule that they just everybody was – blind turned a blind eye to if that makes sense did you hear mr rob manfred's comments and his thoughts after two days of sticky substance crackdown tell, tell said, the world tell the world what he, said. he said quote it's going very well <laughs> he probably hadn't watched one game to be honest it's going very well we're seeing players stripped down naked on the field we're seeing managers <laughs> yell at other players we're seeing game stoppages but, according to Rob Manfred, it's going very well. Just another example of disconnection between I mean, it was clear sarcasm. Players stripping on the field. Come on. Time out. boy, let it out. Get those demons out of me. And I'm back. You don't even <laughs> have to edit that. I don't give a fuck. I'll edit it. My nose is raw. <laughs> I've, bl- I've gone through this today. I was always that kid. You know that kid in class that uh, he's always Loud sniffing? nose blower? Always sniffing. Not blowing. <laughs> I refused. I didn't want to be that guy that... <clears throat> so, like, I'd be... I didn't care. I'd sniff all You're day in class. I'm normally a sniffer just because I'm too lazy to get up and blow my nose. Yeah. But in this case, it's like a water faucet, so I have to. It's pretty terrible. <laughs> Carry on. Girardi, let's get back to Girardi real quick because I think it's the ultimate Karen move. For a guy like Joe Girardi that's <laughs> won a World Series with the Yankees, he's been in the league for years as a player, manager, analyst. I mean, he's been around the game within the game. And you're going to call out a guy like Max Scherzer, yeah, who right? is one it's of the greatest like young pitchers, kid. One of the greatest pitchers of our generation. It's the first ballot Hall of Famer. And, and not to mention, too, Colin Cowherd on Fox Sports today brought up a really good point. He's like, if you're a good cheater, you know how to cheat. So this is day two of Sticky Substance Crackdown. You really think a good cheater is going to be using some shit out there? Probably Just fucking not. Gorilla glue on his hat. Like how <laughs> stupid would you be day two of substance and you're like, yep, spider tack me. Listen, I told you he wasn't actually expecting to find anything. He was trying to throw off the rhythm of the game. It was a big spot in the game. So that's Bush. It was a chess move. Absolutely. Which it's not, I can, it, it's not I can respect the game gamesmanship of it, but bullshit move. Just as much blame for me. Just as much blame should be placed upon the umpires for that game. Rob Manfred deserves a lot. Don't get me wrong. We could go on and on about how shitty of a commissioner umpires. Rob Manfred is. Let me begin. When Girardi walked up to the umpires and said, and supposedly asked, please check on Max Scherzer. What they should have done is said, Joe, I understand. Wait till the end of the inning. We will check. Yeah, but that wasn't, that's not how the rule is in the CBA. That's not the part of the rule. If, remember my Pineda story? Our okay. coach can come out and say, go check his neck. I'm suspicious. So Major that's- League Baseball is so worried about gameplay and pace of play and trying to cut down on these three and a half. They're worried games. about whatever is in front of their face at the moment. And that just happens to be this. So you stop a game. It was a close game, by the way. 
you stop a guy who's in a groove, you just struck a guy out, and you're stopping him mid inning, and then now he's got to, he needs some warm up pitches to get back juiced. That, that to me, you can blame it on the CBA. So we're, we're putting more and more blame on Rob Manfred and Major League Baseball here. But to me, the umpire should have said, Joe, we'll check. Let's check at the end of the inning. I, I agree. But and then, and then, and then Girardi just would have said, well, by rule, you have to listen to me. He could have. So, right. He could have. But I agree with you. Like, just wait. Where, what's he going to do on the mound? Wash it off on the mound? Like, no. Right. If it's there, it's still going to be there. Right. Yeah. I agree with you on that. What do you think about Romo dropping his pants? That was hilarious. I love that they're making a mockery of this shit because that's what it should be. I I, I, I want to go on record by saying this. I actually don't have an issue with the substance checking. I don't mind the between anything. If because it's quick it, and it, efficient, which normally yeah. it is, they're 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 not like thoroughly checking. They're like they're they grab it. I mean, if they see a spot, they touch it. They don't see any spots. I actually want to go back and see if there's any pitchers that have different gloves than they used to have. <clears throat> Interesting. It was just a thought because a lot of guys, some of that stuff's hard to get off. Well, somebody had, for the, I forget who it was, a reliever for the Diamondbacks last night had his glove. Yeah, but that was because it was the wrong color. Oh, is that right? So it was a light gray. Apparently, you can't have that. So he had to get a darker glove. I've had a similar issue with that. Because people say the ball can get lost in it or whatever. So, yeah. Um, I doubt we're going to run into any issues. I don't think we're going to have these huge blow-ups where people are like, yep, he's got a spider tag on him. Nope. No one's going to get caught with that. Have you talked with any current active players about their thoughts about these new rules? Yeah, I have. What um, are they thinking? They agree that there's no place in the game for spider tag, pelican grip, like all that shit. But not one hitter I talked to has a problem with sunscreen and rosin. And, I mean, like we've said before, it's scientifically proven to not make you get a huge jump and spin like the other shit. I mean, it's not even – it's really sticky, but it's not as sticky as that other stuff. You know, you can cover your hand in it and pick up a cinder block with spider tag. So, um, they agree that um, that shouldn't be in the game, but like we've talked about in past shows, sunscreen and rosin isn't going to be in your glove, on your hat, or in your under your belt in your ear it's going to be on your wrist you're not you know it's, you can check the wrist you know you can easily tell the difference between that shit and sunscreen and rosin so, so i don't understand why you would ban that so why are we checking the guy's belt and pants in between dude, I, 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 come on no like, belt it, uh, dude belt is on. one of the main places to hide shit if they're giving you reason to check his pants oh. check his pants but if he's not digging in his belt why are you making <laughs> a guy drop his pants when we got kids in the stands his protocol. He wasn't gonna pull his wiener out, dude. It's not like it's not he, like he was damn near wanted to. He wouldn't do that, dude. He's this is like if a shout out to he anybody. Was, he, I guarantee, he's sitting in the bullpen. He's like, boys, if I get checked, watch this shit. It's Guaranteed a, by knowing Sergio Romo, he's a funny guy like that. Yeah. That's he told the boys like, watch this. Guaranteed. But the belt's an easy easy place to hide it in the past because. How many guys just pull up their pants all the time? And you put your thumb right behind your belt, pull up if your pants, get on your thumb, and then it's on. If he's doing that, then that gives right. The so the umpires were instructed to check all of them regardless, because then you don't have to pay as much attention to what they're doing on the mound. Well, then because then you can focus on your job. Well, then baseball is going to turn into an absolute shit show, and people are going to be dropping their pants on the field, and it's just going to optically it looks terrible. 
Well, it's just where we're at. Unfortunately, it's what, what they're going to have to do until the season's over. Like where I stand, I, I, again, I'm going to reiterate what I said earlier. It's not stopping the game. It's not slowing down the game, the checks in between innings. However, when you do it in between innings and when you're dropping dudes' pants, like, like, so I, here's when I was in high school, we used to, it was kind of cool to change your pants in a parking lot. I don't know if it was cool for you guys down there in Texas. But it was like, lot? Either in the dugout part, like it was cool. You want to put oh, it's on It's like shorts. 112 degrees, and we got rattlesnakes and mosquitoes the size of a tomato. We ain't changing in the parking lot. We're going to be Yeehaw, inside. brother. Yeehaw. <laughs> but it was like cool to like change into shorts. You wear your baseball socks. You walk into the restaurant. You're like, you're a cool athlete guy. Like that was our thing. It, now, as I'm not a father, you are. So you might be able to you know share a bit of this thought process with me. I'm an, I'm an uncle, though. I'm an uncle of six, eight. I lost track. Uh, seeing if I'm taking my kid to a ball game, like I, I hate to be this guy, but I don't want to see players stripping down naked. There, no one's naked, bro. He Sergio pulled his Romo. pants down. His jersey was down to his knees, and he has sliders and a jock on. You're not going to see anything. So it, it, if you're, you're taking your two little girls to a game, it wouldn't bother you? My two little girls would be – face first in popcorn or cotton candy or a $12 hot dog at that point. I don't They, No one's going to actually pull their pecker out, bro. He did that to make a mockery of it and just bring attention to it because that's just who he is. It should be noted, too. I'm, I'm not going to make a fuss out of it. I'm just saying optically it's not good, and it makes Major League Baseball look just even oh, more terrible than it. They're going to start fining guys for doing that. That's what the league does. Did you see Castellanos, by the way? Yeah, it was awesome. It's great. Speaking the, like, of fines. What, what's that guy doing? I thought he was like, you know, you're probably too young to remember having like uh, CDs. I know what a CD is. Come on. I used so to burn CDs. I thought it was like, it was like, wire. it was a, he was a CD that had a scratch in it and he was just like skipping. Like his luggage kept going up and down. He did it like seven times before he threw the ball. It was let crazy. Me, let, let me get his name because actually. It's a young guy. Robles. Maybe? Rob, it was. Know. Hanser is it Hanser? Oh, he's not that young. He used to be with the Mets. Yeah, he he's with the Mets Angels. Hansel, Hansel Robles. He, he kind of has a Marcus Stroman, Johnny Cueto. You know, one leg kick, two Dude. leg kick, three. It's so stupid. Pitchers don't get it. If you really want to mess with someone's timing, do some shit after you separate your hands because yeah. every good hitter right. is waiting for your hands to separate because then you come to the plate. Yeah, I used to mess with uh, with my leg kick. Sometimes I'd go slide step. Sometimes I'd go leg kick. Like, yeah, I yeah, that's tough. Yeah, that, no doubt. That, that messes with hitters. But, like, if you're just, like, pumping your legs, I'm just like, okay. Yeah. Oh, your hand separated. Now I'm going. And I was yeah. like, you just, yeah. That was what funny. Was your... He kind of walked towards uh, Cassianos, too, and was like, what the fuck, bro? Yeah. And Cassianos yeah. was like, don't do stupid shit. Yeah, I love Cassianos was basically just. He doesn't give a cranked damn. Crank the double off Robles for little context for people cranked a double off Robles after Robles pulled a little Cueto shimmy and then throw, the throw the video on here I'll throw the video on here but for the we got people that listen on podcast platforms yeah, you're I, gotta, right. I gotta show them some love here you're wait right. what, what was your uh cue if you will what were you watching when you're in the batter's box like for me when I was hitting I would watch uh I mean it just depended on the on the guys some yeah. guys are super quick uh, I have to be aware of slide steps, stuff like that. Some guys are super slow. Um, but, I mean, I know they're not – I faced Cueto a few times. He was in Cincinnati. Yeah, Cincinnati. Um, and he did his old shimmy and turn and all that stupid shit. And, um, I mean, none of it was 
after his hands separated. So that's the biggest thing as a hitter. Once their hands separate, they're coming home. Because no one really, no one's ever done anything past hand separation. So, did you face Cueto in the regular season? I thought I did. You sure did. You went one for three against them. Yeah, it was a day game. You did strike out against them though. It's okay. It I was waiting on the. I was waiting on the shimmy. He didn't shimmy. Actual baseball talk, and this is actually the stuff that we should be talking about, but instead we're talking about sticky shit. But Padres, Dodgers. Another series that we were all looking forward to. The Dodgers. Oh, my God. The Dude, the crowd in San Diego is unbelievable. Fans are saying that Petco Park has never been louder. Dude, when I played there and we played the Dodgers, it was Dodger Stadium South. There was like 70% blue shirts. And there's like a few mixed in now. I love that for San Diego because they deserve to have a good ball club, and they definitely do. And the Giants, too, I'm sure you can recount whenever the Giants play down there. Oh. I mean, L.A. because it's an hour and a half drive, you know. Like it, it's not a home it, – it hasn't always been a home game at Petco Park for the Padres, you know what I mean? Oh, dude. We had a good team, too, and we just we didn't play well. But right. um, even at the beginning, like, first couple weeks of the season, it was still like that. We were still pretty good at the time with some big names. But, yeah, they, they travel well, especially down – what is that, I-5? Iowa 5? Yep. Yeah. Down to five is about – Mm-hmm. Oh, you guys call it the five, the five. And it depends. If you're a NorCal guy, SoCal guy, it depends. Um, but the Padres, they've taken, at the time we're recording this podcast, they've taken the first two games of the series. We'll have to wait to see <coughs> what this third game uh, turns out to be. We'll I see can't wait to see what Trevor Bauer has up his sleeve for tonight. I can't wait to see him get checked by the umpire. I think, so I actually took the under in that game. Um, I think it's going to be a pitcher duel. What's, two- what's the over-under? It was seven and a half, actually. It was low. But I could see it being like 4-3, 4-2 type game. So it'll be Even Snell, uh, excuse me. Uh, Musgrove. A Bauer, Bauer Musgrove. Snell, Blake Snell this year has an ERA over 10 on the road. At home, he's got an ERA around two. Yeah, that's weird. He still know. has not pitched past. He has not recorded an out past the seventh inning since april of 2019 i mean nobody really goes past the seventh inning anymore no I, now I, it's I, like if you throw seven innings like you get into the six like that's really good i think when you bring a guy like blake snell over who's won a Cy young you immediately think oh we're gonna get a guy that's gonna chew up a workhorse a workhorse and he's just gonna be dominant. like a lance lynn scherzer type yeah so i place as much blame i guess if you will on just unfair expectations i guess when you bring a guy like blake snell over you're going to get a guy that goes five. I mean, six, by the fans or the organization? Everyone involved. People that. Because the organization them. knows exactly what they're getting. Right. So I'll, I'll, I was trying to be fair to the fans here because a lot of fans. Uh, I was trying to cut them some slack. But yeah, I'll put, I'll put blame I on them. It's realistic, though. I mean, I get it. We're going to get a guy that goes five, six innings tops. A lot of strikeouts, a lot of walks. Sometimes he gets wild hair up his nose. Sometimes he's nails. It, it's just wild kind hair, of. Wild hair up his nose. I got that from Mike Kruka, San Francisco Giants broadcast. I can't even. I've never heard that. I've heard getting a wild hair, but never heard up your nose. Wild hair up his nose. I'll add that that to the repertoire. You're welcome. That's fringe. So we'll see if the San Diego can go for the sweep, but they've won six of the last seven games against Los Angeles. I said it before this season started. I think San Diego, when healthy, is a better team than Los Angeles. The problem is we have, so I'll break it down like this. Both teams prime and built for a 
deep postseason run. Uh, I agree, run. but how do we? It's like we don't talk about the Giants through all this. I still feel like they're number one and two in the division. And it's like, wait, the Dodgers are still up like three games. I mean, the Giants are still up like three games. You're right, but like me talking about that, I got a lot of this on Twitter last week. I was t- I'm talking about Dodgers Padres because this is a big series, and Giants fans were like, "Hey, what about us?" It's like the Giants are boring. I, no, 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 it's not even that. It's like I That's will talk about you, but right now I'm not talking. Like me talking about the Dodgers and Padres doesn't really have anything to do with the Giants. When I want to talk about the Giants, I'll talk about the Giants. You don't think the Giants are boring? No, I do think they're boring. I totally okay. should. I, I should. A, good, a lot of good teams are boring. So, mm-hmm. it's fine. Yeah, I mean, the Nationals were pretty boring, to be honest. You know, a lot of fundamentally loaded. sound baseball teams are boring. Yeah. And you think about, like, what their team's made of. Old school guys at the end of really good careers. And some guys who got DFA'd and signed one-year deals. and Not flashy guys. Not superstars. They have some guys that used to be superstars, but they're old school. Longoria, Posey, Belt, Crawford. They're not flashy guys. By the way, while we're on the San Francisco Giants cake, they've had the best record in Major League Baseball basically this entire season. And that's considering, despite Mike Yastrzemski as – been hitting about 200 all year long crazy because he's, he's so good man he's getting hot now wilmer flores is getting hot now brandon belt is getting hot now so like they've been able to ride this high for all pitching, so long. they've been pitching their ass off and two of their better hitters have not performed now all of a sudden they're performing you can make the case that they're getting better right now a division is i mean numbers don't lie yeah. that's a tough division too what about San Diego, Los Angeles? Fair to say that San Diego is a better ball club or too early? Uh, it's too early. Yeah, it's too early. I mean, it's close. I mean, they're right there, <clears throat> honestly. Um, a lot of baseball left, man. A lot of baseball. It's it's very unfair to say, too, just because the first series, half the Padres roster was injured. Tatis was coming off the IL. Lamette was on the IL. Austin right. Nola, Trent Grisham. A lot of question marks, yeah. The second series, Cody Bellinger was injured and the Padres won that series. And then this last series, this most recent one here, Corey Seager and Cody Bellinger both out. Max Muncy missed game one. I just want to see both those squads healthy and going at each other. I don't know if we'll ever get that, but that's what I want. I think we will. Like I said, a lot of baseball left. A lot of, I don't know how many times they're going to play. I feel like they played each other, what, three series now? They played nine games. It'll be 10 after today. So three series, okay. Right. So we have three series left. Yeah, nineteen. Total. Nineteen total, right? It's playoff atmosphere, dude. That's fun baseball to watch. It's just late over here on the East Coast. Yeah, I feel it. You texted me last night at like ten thirty three. I put my phone down and went to sleep at ten thirty. I was, dude. I didn't go to sleep. I put. I was sick, and I was just like, I gotta sleep. I gotta sleep. <laughs> Ended up seeing your text at like midnight, and I was like, dick, like making fun of me for being old and going to bed. Can't help it seven i can't help the time change and i'm like chasing these little kids around all day whoever decided to put game times for big league ball games at seven o'clock is a moron like the same person that made big league games or major league games at seven o'clock is the same person that decides to start partying at like 1 a.m like i actually think I it's a great early. idea i actually think it's a great idea because not for you as a pitcher because dude shadows are so bad at like wow. five <laughs> it's real it's real and and there's something there's something to be said about going to a night game and under the lights as fans it's fun it's like 
the big show, you know? Think about it, you go to one or two games a year, day games and night game, night games just hit different. I mean, as a fan and you're yeah. going to the game, you're like, damn. Like, yeah, I always felt like I, I, I always felt like I threw harder under the lights. Did you? How hard did you throw? At the top of my game, mid to high eights. But you're 6'6", six, six, so it's deceptive, right? My spin rate, through the roof. Four-seam heater guy? Two-seam. Two-seam. Interesting. Okay. Oh, I had someone uh, – I called out someone. You would have loved this on Twitter because I never call people out on Twitter. You would never. Um, <laughs> I, yeah, it's bad. I enjoy it. It's, uh, it's a side gig of mine. I would call it a hobby. Uh, someone tweeted, they're like, Garrett Cole's two-seamer had the – it, it was down 500. It was like his lowest two-seamer of his – I'm like, good. I was like, that makes the pitch better. Lower spin on a sinker gives you more vertical break because of gravity. It's going to be less run, more sink. Lower spin on a changeup, more vertical, vertical break as well. So I was actually like, you know what? I was like a Boston radio guy. I was like, you know what? Actually, uh, that's a good thing for him. Like guys want high spin on four seam and low lowest spin they can possibly get on their two seam, while keeping their velocity, because then you get that's where the super sync comes. These Twitter guys are geniuses. They just don't know it. They're what? They're geniuses. They just don't know it. Well, actually, they know it. They know it. Nobody else knows it. <laughs> that's it. It, my, it drives me crazy. My brother, I'm sure everybody knows a person like this. He oh, wow. he holds his nose when he sneezes, and so he he. Ah, drives me crazy i would fart so loud if i did that (laughs) (laughs) i'm not cutting this out just saying i can't suppress holes like that or air comes out somewhere it's part of being a dad i can't edit this out this has to go on (laughs) that's fine but i think farting is like the funniest thing in the world so (laughs) i don't give a shit wander franco how about the (laughs) debut for this kid a game tying through and homer ended up taking the l later that night, but no fault of his, of course. Uh, had a double to add to his name. Made a really nice play over there at the hot corner. Double play, yeah. What a debut for the kid. The number one prospect in baseball. Yeah, um, very mature, relaxed, advanced approach to the plate, man. That first at bat where he was 0-2 and ended up walking, I was like, okay. Impressive. Like, because you know his adrenaline's to the roof, right? He had, had to have been, like, juiced. So to see him, and he spit on a couple close two seamers and the change up three two. I was like three two. He's for sure dead red, like letting lead right here. And it was that's a really good at bat. And then yeah, double or homer a double later in the game. His swing reminds me of Cespedes. Doing it really? Yeah, his especially his follow through, like the two hand over the shoulder. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> watch Cespedes swing, and then watch Franco Franco swing. There's definitely some Cespedes in there. Like, I saw one swing, and I was like, oh, my God, that's yo. Interesting. I never thought of yeah, that. Hopefully, he doesn't ride horses or chase wild boars or anything like that. Like, yo. Dude, yo. Did I ever tell you the story about – so, I played with him in Boston in 2014 for a little bit. It wasn't that long. <coughs> Sorry. I have full-blown bubonic plague over here. <laughs> <laughs> you got the vid? I got the vid. You're vaccinated. Yeah, you can still get it, uh, but I don't have it. But um, so I played with him for a couple of months in Boston. I knew he smoked heaters. He smokes heaters like it's nothing. And uh, so when you go down the tunnel at Fenway, the batting cages are under, like right behind the dugout, in a little, like just like a room. And then you go out the cages, take a right, you're like in the dugout. 
close. It's like 10 feet. And uh, we all go in there pregame. Everybody hits flips off the tee, whatever, get loose right before you go out and stretch on the field. It's like, so like a 7 o'clock game. We're in there at like 6.30, 6.40. And he's sitting there. <laughs> and he goes, hey, Poppy, you like dragons? And I was like, is this like a weird sex joke or something? <laughs> like, you're going to drag these nuts on my face or something? And uh, he was like, I was like, yeah, I like dragons. What's up? I was like, where's this going? He lights up two Marlboro Reds, puts them, one, puts them in his nostrils, like one in each nostril. Reads it in and goes, puff the magic dragon. <laughs> Swear to God. You know how bad that would burn? Yeah. Well, I Reds are, those are called cowboy killers is what they're called. Those are like old cowboys smoke Marlboro Reds, and that's what he wanted. He lit two up right in his nose. <laughs> Blew it out of his mouth. Poppy, I'm a dragon. I said, yes, you are. He went out and hit two homers. It's pretty cool. I miss him and uh, Yasiel Puig. Yeah, they're entertaining. Another – oh, another – sorry, quick. <clears throat> Cespedes was – we're just like hanging out uh, as a group somewhere. Maybe we were on the bus. I don't remember, but he was telling us a story about when he was in Oakland, his rookie year. So it would have been, we were rookies the same year, 2012. And obviously he defected Cuba, whatever, that whole story. And Cubans, the government did not take that lightly. Uh, they saw it as an insult. Like, why would you want to leave this country? Whatever. He played for the national team, which was like a big deal. And, um, he was on deck at a game in Oakland, and this guy came over to him on deck and goes, Yoannis, like obviously in Spanish, um, just want you to know we have your family held captive, and, you know, if you don't send us a hundred grand, we're going to kill him. Mid-game, he was like, okay, and, like, went and, like, played the game or did his, had his at bat. I don't know what he did. I don't remember the, the detail. He didn't, like, go deep or anything. I know that went in and like had to tell like MLB security because every team has a MLB security member like what was going on I obviously had to get a translator he didn't really speak English yet he was fresh off the boat mm-hmm. and um they had to like get officials and it was true like they had his uh like cousin and his like mom or something but the, it ended up, ended up being okay but crazy story right like he's on deck and they're like hey bro just want you to know uh so and so has your family and we're gonna kill him if you don't give us money he sent the money he sent the money. That's what it was. He sent the money and they let him go. Something. Isn't that nuts? It's a different world over there, bro. That's not real life to me. It didn't go like public, obviously, because they just didn't want to bring a lot of light to it because other people might try to do that. Um, but yeah, and then after that, they were he was able to get a lot of his family over um, to the United States in Miami. Yeah, that's straight nuts. out of Netflix. Dude, it's nuts. He told a story, and we're all this was like broken English, but like we had other guys who could translate. It's crazy, right? He's like, "Yep, here's the money." Man, I got I got Cespedes stories all day, actually. Oh, I'm speechless now. All right, this is a this is a little understand. this one's a little lighter. So this one's a little lighter. So <clears throat> David Ortiz obviously is just a pimp, right? Like superstar, rock star, icon. He's he goes beyond baseball, and um. We flew, we played in New York, and then we flew to Tampa. You stay in uh, at the Vinoy in uh, downtown St. Pete. It's an old, like, supposedly it's haunted, beautiful old hotel. And uh, we pull up, and there's this sick Lambo, like Aventador, I think that's how you say it, like the really sick, like, it looks like a Batmobile. 
Matt Black out front would get there. <clears throat> and Poppy's like, my guy, Miami Customs, I had this built for me over the past like few months. I've always wanted one. So I got one. He built it like it's custom, like 34 on the hubcaps. Like it was sick, like so sick. And he's like, wow, like fires it up in the parking lot. And I was right next to Cespedes. And he goes, Poppy, I need one. And I was like, dude, those are like $500,000. He goes, I got that. I was like, okay. So I swear to God, we play a four game series. We get back to Fenway and we pull in the players lot and there's a brand new fucking Lambo sitting right there. <laughs> he got one. He really got one. It wasn't custom, but he got a $500,000 car delivered to Fenway within four days. That's great. Isn't that nuts? Now I just miss him more. I know. Poppy, you like dragons? <sighs> I wish I'd tell these stories and not like all snotty and sick because these are going to be hilarious. <laughs> That's great, man. You know what? That actually leads me to my next question for you. Leads me perfectly because you and Cespedes put on an absolute show in the home run derby. Who? So uh, right now we got Shohei and then we got uh, uh, Pete Alonso. Those are our two guys that have committed to the home run. Just let those two go. I'll be happy to just watch them. (laughs) Just those two for now. Now, Vladdy Jr. said, nah. Yeah, he did it a couple years ago. Yeah. Uh, But those two are committed right now. So, as we kind of close up shop here, who's one guy that you absolutely have to see in the Derby this year? Okay. I played with a lot of guys with stupid pop, but the most pop I ever saw was Joey Gallo. Yeah. Ever. I like Ever. Him. I know he's not having a great year. Um, and I remember going out when I was a rookie in 2012, we were in Miami, and I didn't really know much about uh, Stanton. It was Mike Stanton at the time. Um long lost brother of Giancarlo. And um, they're like, hey, you got to come watch this guy hit BP. It sounds like there's a rifle going off in the field right now. I'm like, all right, let's go watch. And he was just tanking balls into the second deck in Miami. Like, he looked like a lefty was, like, pulling it. It was going – it was absurd. But then I played with Joey. I played against Joey when he was a prospect with the Rangers and hadn't really put it all together, struck out, like, a lot. I was like, a ton. He still does, but he's a much better hitter now. But then I got to play with him in 2017 in Texas. Dude, when I tell you this guy, I've never seen baseballs go that far and sound that way. Even after, like, playing against Stanton and watching him and Big Poppy. Um, I mean, I've played with a lot of guys that hit a lot of homers. And the ball comes off his bat different than anybody I've ever seen. He will top spin balls, like, into the second day. Like, top spin, like, straight uppercut. And it's like... He's hit balls into that second deck in the old Ranger Stadium, which it's it's not like a huge ball to get it that far. It's probably like 400 to get it in that second deck. But he was top, he would top spin like line drives in there. And I'm like, you're going to murder somebody. There's someone sitting up there with a Frito chili pie thinking there's no shot to get a ball today. <laughs> Dead. It's crazy. Future San Diego Padre Joey Gallon. <laughs> it can happen. I'm Chatty Cathy tonight. I'm sorry. I love it. Hey, yeah, you're the one that needs to get to bed, old man. Sick old yeah, man. I got a pack. We're going to uh, our cabin in Georgia. Our good friends are getting married, Ashley and Mike, uh, at our cabin. Um, a little small, uh, intimate wedding, but um, it's good. We love the mountains up there. It's only like 79, 80 degrees, go on the lake. Be good. Good weekend. Mazel. Yeah, bro. I'm going to go with a really sleeper pig. Nobody's going to understand why. 
Sean Murphy of the Oakland A's. Dude's got. Oh, that's not a sleeper pick to me. I've seen him hit. Ridiculous. I forgot about him just because I think he's just West Coast, maybe. But. And his first couple of years, he hasn't really put it on display because they they've told him focus on the pitching staff, be a catcher for us. Your hitting will come. And slowly but surely, it's coming along. Now it's not as if he's got 20 bombs. He's leading the American League. Blah blah blah. It's not that case at all. He's creeping up towards 10 home runs now. It's kind of a slow. He'll probably end up with 20 plus home runs at the end of the season. But if you look at his batting practice. And I've been fortunate to watch his batting practice uh, because I live in Northern California and I've been able to watch that, that side of his game. Man, he's got ridiculous pop. Him and Chad, we talked with Dallas Braden. Pender, that's what I was going to bring up. I was like, remember when uh, DB said uh, Pender? Yeah. Pender has some pop too. Speaking of Braden, I loved his uh, – you, you talked about how the cha- you should lose a challenge if you challenge a pitcher for using sticky substances. I like Dallas Braden's proposal better. Did you see that? What, what did it say? I feel like I remember reading it and thinking it was funny. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, it was Dallas Braden. Of course, it was funny. He said if uh, a opposing manager challenges a, a pitcher for using substances. Oh, you get the throw at him. That manager has to stand <laughs> in the box and he's got to take it. No, a- how about if you just make them ha- – they have to take it at bat. That's, you can hit them. Yeah, that's fine. No, but not even that. Like, they literally have to take it at bat. Uh-huh. That would be hilarious. I love that. Big We're fan. getting, like, this – this league needs help. Yeah, sure does. No, 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 it's cool. We just got people stripping in, in, in the game. and You're, you're harping on that. You're <laughs> harping on that. That's not that big of a deal, dude. That was a one-time thing. That was a joke. It's not going to keep happening. It should be noted, both those guys, Romo and Scherzer, have been successful in this league for 10 years, 10-plus years. Now all Man. of a sudden the rules <laughs> are changing. Like It's understandable that they're frustrated. I get it. Yeah, but those are also the guys – well, I mean, like Sergio, like he throws 85 in the same slider he's had since he was 14. Like it works, but he ain't, he ain't your guy. You're not that guy, but you're not that guy, pal. You're not that guy. I love that. Absolutely. <laughs> you're not that guy. Go get some sleep. Enjoy your wedding in Georgia. Keep in touch. Not your wedding, but enjoy your friend's wedding. Like I wasn't aware. Thank you for the love, man. Always love. All right, man. This was fun. Let's do it again next week. I am just an icon living. <laughs>